With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily for Monday the 8th of July. Um, what are we going to do today? Oh, there's a few bits to talk about today. Harvey Elliott, Firpo, Alison and Firmino, Gerard and Kent, Joe Gomez. Um, there's a bit, there's a bit to go. Um, I've managed to get hold of Grace Khan, um, which is, which is cool. Um, he's on, on the line. Um, he's not on screen, but he's on the line. Um, and we're going to have a few, few chats about a few things in the next 25 to 30 minutes. I have got the headphones on so I can hear Grace. If that, if you're wondering what, what is going on with his head today, but that's just the way it goes. Um, first things first though, um, your sponsor again for Monday is Love Follow Conquer. Get them on Twitter at Love Follow Conquer, www.lovefollowconquer.com. And, um, as I said before, uh, really good sponsor. They make, they're, a, they're an independent clothing company by Liverpool fans, for Liverpool fans. As I said, go on Twitter, find them there, find all the links to all their, all their different bits and pieces. Uh, the jackets are my favourite, but there's, there's t-shirts as well. Um, really good quality. The testimonials from everybody is, uh, will tell you all that on the, on the opening page of their website. Uh, there's a competition today we've brought to you by Love Follow Conquer as well with a chance to win some of their merchandise. And um, we get on to that a little bit later. Um, first things first, Grace, how are you? I'm good, Gav. Yeah. I'm good. Just uh, enjoying my lunchtime with the best man in the world, Who's uh, the... yourself. Yeah. Don't you ever, ever doubt my commitment and my dedication and my love for your podcast. Don't ever doubt it. Oh, no, no. I don't, I don't. I don't. Dare. I, know, I know you've taken um, time out of your busy schedule to join me here for the next half an hour. Thank you. For, that, and, that's correct. And yeah. if at any stage you need to go, let me know and you can head off. There's no problem there. Um, nice one, huh? Right, I'm going to start with Harvey Elliott, Chris, <clears throat> 16 years of age. Um, it looks like we fended off some interest from Real, Barca, Paris Saint-Germain, RB Leipzig. Um, he's, he was the youngest ever Premier League player, I think, when he came on as a sub against Wolves at 16 years old and 30 days, and Liverpool will pay some compensation. Um, what do you make of this one? It's, uh, it's brilliant, isn't it? We're actually... We're actually probably the the club that every youngster or the top top youngsters, and when I mean youngsters, I mean the sort of the the, the real youngsters, like 16, 17 year old bracket, we're the one number one destination it seems. 
um, we've 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 we signed the other lad, the ginger the ginger giant, and now this this kid, and we've apparently fended off some top top massive clubs where you know normally we wouldn't have sort of you know been in the mix for, and they've chosen us, so it's 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 only a positive. Um, this one, I'm going to admit, I don't know nothing about in terms of I haven't seen him play. I haven't followed the Fulham under under 15s. This, this, I haven't had a chance to follow the under, Fulham under 15s. That's but, a uh, I, I YouTubed him, Gav, as we all do, and um, um, obviously YouTube's YouTube. But this guy looks, uh, and I've been reading sort of scouting reports on him as well, and and it all bodes well, Gav. He looks an absolute gem. He really does. Yeah, the word um, the word coming out of Fulham is that he's been a sensation since he's. He's kind of broken into, you know, the, the, the latter age groups and, and onto the training with the force team. The talk is that he's been a sensation for them. No, he does. I mean, it's, it, you know, just, just, just the clubs that sort of were linked with him. It just, you know, it, it shows. And these clubs, you know, as we know, every major club is trying to invest in the future because they realize that's where you can find these gems where, you know, End up sort of selling for like hundred, like for example, like that, that Felix chap that just gone to Atletico Madrid for like hundred and twenty million euros. I mean, that's just amazing if you find a gem like that that can sort of, you know. So all these all these major club scouts are, are sort of searching. Not, you know, it used to be like find the best nineteen year olds, the best eighteen year olds. Well, now they're going sort of, you know, as young as fourteen, fifteen, and scaring the market. And if Liverpool are ahead of all these clubs, then it all bodes, all bodes well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just just to let people know, they are Grizz. You you can't see this, but people are watching. They're throwing in comments as the comments come in. We will have a. We'll I'll pick a few out and we we'll uh, we'll talk about them as we go along. Anybody watching this, share the broadcast on Twitter. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube. All those sort of things. Get involved. You need to be watching the show today in order to to win this prize with um, Love Follow Conquer. We won't be putting it out on Twitter afterwards. The winner will come from the people making comments here today. Um, but we will get to that towards the end. It's going to be a small little window where we're going to ask a question. You're going to give me the answer and all the right answers. So I'll pick one at random and uh, we'll see who wins. Um, Can I enter? You cannot enter now, Grace. You, you know this. You continuously ask this, and no, you cannot. Um, one one person says there, um, he's 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 over the moon because the show is on and Grace is on time. Yeah, it's 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 very rare Grace is on time, but he happened to do it today. Only, only because it was lunchtime. Absolutely. And, uh, I skipped my lunchtime for yeah, because I'm on the diet. Remember, Gav? So yeah, yeah, you're I don't on that need, diet. I don't need a lunchtime for food. So yeah, I, and what's the best way of sort of killing my hunger? <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, you, the chances of you head off, you're going off to, to cycle that new bike of yours, apparently. That's the one. We'll talk about that Sunday. Yeah, no worries. We will talk about that Sunday. Oh, oh sorry. Just talk about Sundays. Um, the Fatback 4 will be back every Sunday from 8.30pm 8, 8 from this Sunday. Um, we are back. We're trying to get... We will have three of us on Sunday. We're hoping to have all four of us back um, the weekend after. We will have a daily show Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And your Sunday show will be the Fatback 4 at half past eight. All the usual madness and whatever else goes on, and Matt is Matt's warming up nicely for it. Ian is sorting himself out, so he's ready. Grizz is ready, and so am I. So just to let you know that, um, Grizz, the Fairpo, um, the name has come up here. Barrett um, asks, uh, "What do we think on Fairpo?" Um, the talk is Grizz that talks are still ongoing. It's probably 30, 30 million, thirty million plus a Rigi or forty million, which is a bit weird for me to be perfectly honest with you. Ten million 
as a Rigi as a as a as a sweetener doesn't seem enough. I think um I think Rigi's probably worth a bit more than that. But fair play for you. It's left back cover. We've us or me and all the lads that have commented on here all week have been talking about left back cover and what we might do. In your opinion, good move for us if it happens. Bit weird the the, the Rigi stuff though. I I I disregard the Origi stuff. Um, f- from what I think, or what I know, in my opinion, Origi ain't going nowhere. Um, he's going to be sort of signing that contract shortly. So I don't think we can sort of bother talking about any type of Origi swap or deal in there. The lad himself, um, Gav, um, I've you know I'm going to surprise you again. I've watched him. I watched him play for the the Spanish. Um, and the Spanish under twenty ones. Yeah, because Hitton hit Frank here says from what he's seen of the twenty ones, Fairball looks a player. He's young as well, Absolutely. so won't be expecting to play. And Chris says that the Betis accounts are saying that a deal is close for forty million euros. Who says? Uh, Chris, who's a who's a commenter here, says that okay. um, this is what I'm trying to tell you, Chris. People well, are commenting. Well, you know, I'm going to throw well, in comments I, at you. I I I you know you, you're not going to mention it, so I might as well blow my own trumpet. I said this Furpo, uh chap we're interested in about about four or five weeks ago uh but then obviously um the local media came out and uh, shut down the rumors but i still firmly believe we are interested in him we have scouted him very heavily he's a top top prospect i really like the look of him hadn't seen him play obviously you don't look out for junior footballs you don't look out for left backs from left you know betis in your spare time unless you're into that kind of thing but as soon as i found out we're linked i've watched him and I like him. He's got the makings of a fantastic attacking left back, which in the mould of sort of uh, Klopp likes. Very, very attacking, very brave on the ball, very technical. He's got a lovely first touch for a left back, Gav. Uh, I know you like that because you've got a very good touch yourself. I've yes, seen you play. Absolutely. Yeah, I know. Yep. And so you'll appreciate he's got a, a lovely touch for a left back, and you don't often see that. Uh, just like our Trent has. You know, he's very technically gifted, this junior football. Apparently, I don't know this, I haven't seen him for myself, but apparently he can play at centre-back, which makes sense as well. Because I, that would be ideal, a left-sided centre-back who can play left-back. But um, I, I don't, yeah, the rumours, so the prices that are being sort of bandied about, we're not going to pay anything like that for a, a essentially a reserve yeah, left-back. Yeah, because the, the thing is here, Forstall Vincent says, uh, Grace seems to watch everyone. Uh, the bluffer. Um, now he does actually watch a lot of football. Um, I, 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 he, he, he does. He just watches football. Uh, if uh, he watches a lot of football and then fits in the Sopranos around it, he's he's taken up the Sopranos nineteen years after. Football and uh, Sopranos, yeah. But, um, moment, yeah. Other than the Sopranos, he watches a hell of a lot of football. Um, uh, Liverpool Chris again says he's very versatile. He can also play left wing apparently. Um, and then Barrett says, why would you pay thirty five million for a backup left back? Um, the only way we would pay that was if he could play. Well, Gav, 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 can I answer that one? Yeah, yeah. to whoever said the thirty-five. Absolutely, yeah. But the situation is, we've got to get out of this mindset as a fan base that why do we have to pay X amount for X amount? Look, the, the example or the or the team that we're fighting for uh, honors with sharing, you know, sharing this like sort of mantle with the top is City. Now, who do City have on their subs bench? The likes of Mares, fifty million. The likes of um, the other Danilo, forty million or something. We have to have expensive. We don't have to, but there is no harm if we have got the money to have expensive subs. That's the way of the, you know, that's the way of the t- winning a title. We have to have quality reserves. Now, 
those days of why do we have to spend X amount, why are we still doubting sort of the, the, the finances and the structure we've got in place of FSG and Edwards and & Co. and the money men? We're a fantastically run club. The least of our worries should be, oh, why do we have to spend X amount, Why amount? All we as fans should be concerned with, in my opinion, is get the best players we can possibly get in. And sort the price. Do you yeah. agree? No, well, well you, you, Kevo Sullivan there says Ming's just moved for 26 million, so under 21 Spain left back is not out of the way fee, fee wise. Absolutely. Uh, well, I, I do agree with you, Grace, and like, I, I'm doing this show now, this is me eighth show doing this, and in fairness to people watching this, they have come, the majority have said, look, you know, the money it isn't air money, but you have to tr- trust Klopp and what he's doing, whether that be a couple of marquee signings, whether it's a, a little low key and, and he's filling the squad out because of players he's lost, like Moreno, like Sturridge, you know, the kind of way. But I, I agree with you. We need we need to be just, all we need to do is be there on the first day of the season and ready to go. I'm These things don't just happen overnight. They're planned well in advance. Um, like Chris says there, we need to spend to have the to have the squad depth. I think a signing like this, if it was say thirty million euros, is squad depth, isn't it? Because it's, it's a left back. It's an, an area where we have looked at probably for the last year since we decided Milner was not going to go back there, um, unless it really, really needed to happen. No, I, listen, our drop off in in sort of, and I and I'm a big, massive fan of Milner, as you know. Uh, you know, is really, really appreciated in my books. But the the system that we play and we've developed now the clock. We, if Robbo, God forbid, was out for any amount of games or time, then Milner just doesn't do what Robbo can do. It's quite as simple as that. And so, therefore, we would need a class replacement. And this guy fits the mould in in every way. Not not saying you know we've like he's the only one we've looking at or scouted or we want, but I'm saying in in the mold of this chap, you know under 21, you know international, uh, very very athletic fit and and you know loves going forward and that's the type of fullback we're looking at. You know some people have mentioned Ryan Bertrand of Southampton as an option. I mean I haven't heard about the link myself. Oh, I did. I mentioned them. Oh, did you? Okay, but I mean that would make sense also. You know, but. I doubt if someone of Bertrand's quality and sort of stage of his career, he'd want to play every single game. Whereas uh, players from Europe have more, far more understanding of the rotation system. They're so used to it. Do you know what I mean? It's it's mostly the British players that aren't used to this sort of resting and rotating. You know, that have got you know objections. Players from abroad don't mind. You know, being sort of reserves. Learning, you know, playing in certain games and resting others. So, look, if we can get a deal done for, I'd say, maximum, maximum about 30 million euros, I think it makes sense. And, uh, Betis, look, at the end of the day, we're playing, we're playing a waiting game with, with quite a few of our deals, I believe. We're in such a good, strong position, Gav. We're just not desperate like those Manx, um, uh, you know, the, the red side of the Manx. Uh, we're, we're just not throwing money left, right and center. And we don't need to. So people that are worried about, oh, X amount, they don't need to worry. We know what we're doing financially, and we're not in this place by fluke. You know, it's, it's all by design, as you said. These things are planned well in advance, and I've got total confidence in the team to get uh, the right deals done, even if there's one or two. Yeah, there's one one person there said he doesn't think Fairport will come to sit on the bench. Um, you see, that's... I, I kind of understand what he's saying there, if he's that highly rated, but as, as well as that, when it comes to a squad... 
you need to be saying to Firpo, and this is what I'd be saying to him, I don't know what Klopp does, like, you know, I'm not privy to anything that Jürgen Klopp or, or anyone at, at that club does, but but the thing is, like, he, he would have to be going to Firpo and saying, yeah, you're under, you're under 21 international, Andy Robertson is probably the best left back in Europe at the minute, um, I'd struggle to find a better one, but come and challenge. And, and show me what you can do. And I have no problem giving Andy Robertson a rest every couple of weeks or, you know, that kind of thing. So for me, it's, it's one of those where if a player, a player needs to be, I suppose, ambitious enough to say, well, yeah, Andy Robertson is probably the best around, but I'm going to challenge him and I'm going to a huge club to do it. So that, that's where I sit on, on Fairpool. Grizz, um, We'll move on from Fairpool. A few people have asked about um, Pepe and Dembele and stuff like that. We will get to it towards the end. Um, but Grizz, Allison and Firmino won the Copa America last night. And although it was brilliant for both of them, the rise of Allison over the last 12 months is phenomenal, isn't it? Amazing, isn't it? It's um, it's almost like, you know, the feed. Do you remember those, you know, I'm not going to single you out, but you know there's loads of fans sort of, again, querying the fee that we're paying for a goalkeeper. Oh, I, I did. I did, 100%, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know you did. So, you know, people are saying things like, well, if we're going to spend 60 on Alisson, why not spend another 20 on sort of... Um, All Black, what's, what's the name at the moment? That's the one, All Black, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, again, hats off to our recruitment and, and, and scouting team. Um, they knew kind of what they're doing. Um, I don't think... We often talk about VVD's price not being mentioned. Have you heard the price tag of Alisson ever being mentioned in the last year or so? Absolutely not. It just shows that, you know, it's very methodical and calculated what Klopp and his sort of scouting network are doing in terms of we know exactly the type of player in terms of temperament, in terms of maturity, in terms of his sort of skills sets, his skill sets, you know, I personally, again, you know, Alisson, I don't think is the best shot stopper per se in the world. I still think Oblak is, is an absolute, you know, freak in terms of shot stopping. But in terms of the profile, in terms of Alisson's all-round play and game, it, it suits us down to the ground. And not only that, he's proven to be an amazing character in the dressing room in terms of team spirit and camaraderie. And, uh, you know, he's, he's everyone's favourite human being at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. It's like I'll be straight up when this was mentioned around sixty, sixty-five million or whatever it was. I I balked at it a little bit um, and thought all black a little bit more would be probably a better option. But I have to say, hands up, you know, fair cop and stuff like that. He's been outstanding um, and he's grown and grown and grown. And he and he not he didn't peak. I think that's the wrong word to use. But he came to the fore big time. Um, in the Champions League semi-final at Anfield, he makes a, a few good saves against Barcelona. He's he's impeccable in the final, impeccable. Now, some of the saves were they were overblown a little bit by some people, but he done everything to the letter well, in yeah. that Champions League final, and he didn't give Spurs that little. Although Spurs were playing well, he didn't give Spurs that any sort of encouragement to. Oh, he, he's dodgy from long shots, or he's dodgy at this. So he done he done it to the letter. Um, Absolutely amazing signing. 75 million on, on, on Van Dijk is talked about all the time. Less and less so as yeah. the days and weeks and months go on. But the same with Alisson now. I think people are realising that that was an absolute steal. There's a little bit in here about um, a couple of other clubs. Grizz, 35 million uh, bid lodged by Everton from Malcolm. Is that the guy with Barcelona? 
that's the guy from Barcelona, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Arsenal also yeah. interested. Um, £28 million pounds Leicester for Tavon. Is he with Marseille? That's the one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's it. Um, but just a couple of bits are happening. So well, it's, it's all it's all going to kick off now, isn't it, Gav? With the with the Copa and the Afcon. When's the Afcon final? I think is that. I think that might be next Sunday, is it? Oh, okay. I thought it was this I week. I thought it was around the quarterfinals this week. Was this weekend? So I'll, I'll look it up and I'll find out for you. Well, but, um, well, you know, it's bound to sort of kick off now. All these teams sort of um, finishing these tournaments and players and agents coming back from holidays. So it's going to all kick off. Look, at, at the end of the day. You know, to say that we're just sort of not in the mix and we're resting on our laurels is, is pretty mad. And how and why people believe that is beyond me. Um, we don't need a lot. I mean, that's the reality of it. And I know people love transfers and I love, love people seeing players link left, left right, and centre and then, and then work themselves up into a frenzy when it doesn't happen. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, why are you doing this to yourself? But look, to say that we're just sitting on our laurels and, and Edwards and co are sort of having extended holidays is just not true. There's plenty going on behind the scenes, and you know, even if it's one or two, which I believe, you know, as long as those one or two are the, are the right signings for us, I think you know they will take place. So look, the likes of Everton and all these teams are desperate, and they and and look and, not, and still nothing's happening. Mm. We're not desperate, so relax. Yeah, um, Chris says the quarterfinals of the Afghan is this week. Chris, you might look it up and. Um Tell me when the final is on. I have the 18th in my head for some reason. Don't ask me why. Um, but with, with the with the Cup of America over now on the what was the 7th of July? If you add three weeks to that, you're looking at the 28th of July. The lads are coming back. It only leaves about 10 days before the season starts. They may need to take a two and a half week break to get get themselves two weeks before yeah, they start back and, and, and ready for the new season. Um, just a couple of more things, Chris. I'm going to ask you this because it's come up a few times, right? Um, Dembele and Pepe, people are asking what your opinion on, on Dembele and Pepe are. I, not as players, I don't think. I just think as, as possible uh, recruitments for Liverpool Football Club. What's your thoughts on both quickly, Chris? Uh, very quickly, uh, my thoughts are exactly the same. That They've always been, um, I know of interest from Dembele from ages, as you know. Um, it's all a matter of um, both deals depend and I know this is the most obvious thing, but it is what it is, Gav. It depends on the money. It depends on the price. It depends on, you know, the availability of the player. I always maintained and still maintain that if Dembele came, became available on the market, then we would 100% be interested. We, we made a loan move for him last season, which he refused. His management team, the club, everyone wanted him to stay. Um, this this season it may change because the the pending arrivals of Griezmann and who's the other fella Neymar, you know they'll get those deals done somehow somewhere you know as as, as Barcelona do, and if that so and if that happens and um, you know Dembele becomes available then I think we'd be in the market for him. Um, a loan move would make sense for all parties because he has had quite a few niggling injuries, nothing serious but niggles here and there. Uh, a loan move would suit everyone down to the ground. Um, Pepe, as I've told you in private as well, we've been in talks with since February. As, that's as far back as I know. Um, again, locals have denied it. Generals denied it. I know we've, we've, we've been in talks. Again, it's about a bit of money. Everyone's asking ridiculous money of us. We're not about to pay it ridiculous money. We thought, the world thought we paid ridiculous money for Keita, um uh, even people were saying Ox was overpriced, considering he was in his last year of contract. 
Alisson, VVD, we know if the player's worth it, we will pay the fee. They obviously, when I say they, the Liverpool, you know, team that's in charge, believe that Pepe is worth around the £50 million mark. Obviously, the Lille chairman is trying to drive up a price in an auction. We're not getting involved in an auction. But I think, again, it's just we're sitting back and enjoying the ride. And, you know, when we, when they realise no one else is going to pay £70 million or £65 million, we'll say, well, here's £50 million, like we originally said, and uh, take it or leave it. Yeah. And it's literally, that's the case, I believe. OK. Um, the, Af- the African Nations Cup... Um the as Friday the nineteenth is the cup is the final of that couple of people have told me there. Um Daniel says no chance of a loan move. Club club will not develop a player and send him back no chance. Um what, what's that for the I'd I'd say it's Dembele. Um Well this is the thing. This is the one of the reasons why the first deal broke down. We wanted to have an option to buy. They refused to put an option to buy in the two year loan. We wanted a two year loan. Hmm. They refused that. They refused to sanction a loan to buy, an option to buy, and so therefore both parties pulled out. This was, but this was like 14, 16 months ago. Situations change. Transfers are fluid, as we've mentioned, Gav, how many yeah. times? You know, things happen. <laughs> so we're just, we're, we're in a very good position to let it sort of see how it develops. And if there's an opportunity, there's absolutely no doubt in my mind we will go for someone in the mould of a Dembele and Pepe. Yeah. Absolutely no doubt. I think it's John here says um, the hold up on Griezmann could be to do with the departure of Dembele. It could be. Um, the Griezmann thing's getting a little bit messy. Um, one of the guys there says pay 60 to 7 million for him. He's worth um, uh, PSG are also interested too. Um, and he feels it's water in the long run. Um, we we'll, look, we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see on these things. A couple of things. Lastly, to finish, Grizz, I've, I've two or three more things to talk about before I ask the, the competition question. And the, um, Gerard, Stephen Gerard and Ryan Kent, um, Gerard rumoured to be on a, on a list of people that Newcastle would like to speak to for their job. And Ryan Kent, I think Rangers are looking for another long move where Liverpool are probably looking to sell. Gerard is telling, papers that it's in Liverpool's court um, what do you think on Gerrard and Newcastle and, and, and Kent with Rangers what, what do you reckon yeah I don't think Gerrard's leaving uh, Rangers for uh, for anything anything real soon uh, the Kent situation is uh, simple we want to sell uh, that's our first option but uh, unfortunately Rangers haven't got the kind of money that we're looking for we're looking for around 10 million for him we know the state of Rangers' finances. Um, they are selling that Morelos guy, apparently. But um, but I don't think they've got the kind of money that we're looking for. So they've obviously uh, won him on loan again. Uh, if no if no offer comes in for Ryan Kent of around £10 million, then we probably reluctantly send him on loan again to Rangers because, you know, the, the lad himself... Uh, wants that but obviously the club has to think about themselves first I believe um, if we get an offer for 10 million around for Kent he's gone um, but it looks like Rangers can't give that or afford that so maybe it'll, probably, it'll most likely uh, go back to Rangers on, uh, on uh, something about Rangers again I, I, I've heard today uh, Daniel Sturridge remember him? yeah uh, so Daniel Sturridge um uh, is likely to be joining Steven Gerrard as well at Rangers uh, once the Morales deal goes through. Yeah. Uh, they're looking to offload Morales, and Daniel Sturridge is going to sort of score 
10, 12 goals for Rangers. Oh, yeah. Like Matt said, Steve would do for us last season. Uh, we get back on yeah. that on Sunday. I'll leave Matt alone yeah. today. I have Sunday to look forward to. Predictions, um, I can't wait for the predictions. Yeah, well, oh, what yeah. we're going to do is, for the season now, is what we're going to do is, I'm going to get you all to do predictions privately, and I'm going to yeah. keep them away until the end of the season and reveal Thank them at you. the end Can of the season. Can you write them down, please? Absolutely, I will write them down. And I will take pictures of them, and we will do... Look, we're going to have a great time on Sunday night. Everyone needs to join us on Sunday night. We're going to have a great time. We're going to get a lot off our chest with regards to each other, and then we're going to go from there. Um, But on on Gerard, um, I think Gerard probably does need a move away from Rangers um, to a Premier League team to, to... further his career I think it's a, it's, yeah. it's a goldfish ball up there and it's you know they finished second to Celtic who are, who are, who are better than them in all areas as a club financially the way they're set European football everything the way the, the squad they have but I think he needs to move to somewhere where it's a bit more competitive more of the time now I've, I've openly said that Gerard to me as a Liverpool manager in the next two or three seasons scares me um, just the way I am I don't know but for me, if Gerard has a Premier League job that that's been offered, um, or maybe even a top end Championship team, squad, you know, job, I'd probably go and take it and move from Rangers, but not Newcastle. That's an absolute fucking mess. You're asking if Rafa Benitez, you know, walks away from a club that genuinely loved them, probably as much as Liverpool fans loved them. You know, you know it's a mess, there's yeah. something seriously wrong there. On Ryan Kent, yeah. I've seen Leeds linked, but I think you're right. I think we will look to sell. I think his value was at probably the best it's going to be at. Um, 10, no, look, look, 10 12 million. Really if, if it's fairly simple. We're waiting for clubs to make us a 10 million bid. If we were happy to send uh, on, uh, Rangers, if we were happy to send him to Rangers on loan again, it would be done by now, Gav. It's very simple as that. We're biding our time. We're not in a rush to send him back to on loan. You know, even though the guy is very happy then he wants to work with Stevie G again. We're saying, look, give us 10 million. Give us 9 million. Give us 8 million. Apparently they bid 4 million, which is nowhere near enough. No. Um, that's the max they said they could offer us. We said, no, thank you. Um, so, you know, Stevie G, I agree with you. I wouldn't want him to manage us in the next three or four years. I don't believe he will because I don't believe Klopp's going anywhere. Well, that's another topic. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but Stevie G does need to get away from there. And I think it's fine. I think let him just go to Rangers and experience sort of, you know, that sort of aspect and that sort of managing a huge club, the big, you know, one of the biggest clubs in, well, one of the two biggest clubs in Scotland, and then maybe go to a lower league or mid-table Premier League team and work his way through, you know, uh, similar to maybe like Lampard. I mean, I think Lampard's move to Chelsea is a bit premature and I think he could suffer as a result, but we're not bothered about that. We're yeah. bothered about Stevie G. I think he's on track. I think he's doing fine. I don't think there's any pressure or rush to sort of get them sort of Liverpool, you know, I think we're fine for the next five, six years. Okay. Um, just quickly, the competition, all I want you to do in, for a chance to win is out of Trent's squad number and out of uh, Ray and Bruce's squad number, add them together, put an answer on the, on the, on the comments and um, we pick one at random towards the end or at the end. Um, Right, uh, yeah, it's for Gerard. Gerard, the experience and 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 the, the the intensity up in Scotland is a massive thing. From I think football and wise, I think he might need something a little bit more challenging week on week in order to to progress. Any word, Chris says any word on, on Milner's new contract. The talk is that he's going to be offered a new deal. Um, I'm all for it. I'm I'm presuming that um I'm presuming you're all for it as well, Chris. Oh, I love him, mate. One of the best. I mean, I've saw, I see somewhere people comparing him and sort of the merits of saying McAllister was the best free signing ever. I, I, I have doubts. 
I, I, I'd, I'd put Milner forward, definitely on a par, maybe probably even more of a pedestal. I think, I think Milner has been an amazing, amazing signing for us. And he, you know, if ever any player deserved or, or, or sort of, yeah, deserved a new contract and worked for a new contract, it's James Milner. An absolute credit on the pitch, off the pitch. Yeah, absolutely. And, and if it means that he gets, if it means that he gets, um, you know, an extra year playing or probably, you know, and then a year on top of that as a, as a, as a coach and stuff like that, I'm, I'm all for it. There's, there's no, there's no problem there. Um, yeah, we have a couple of answers in there with regards to, um, the, the answer. Um, I'm not going to tell you which one is right, but there's a couple of answers in there. And when, when I get to the end, I'll look back through the comments and I'll pick one for you. Um, what else was I going to say to you? Um, that's really it. The last little bit, um, Joe Gomez was back in training, Chris, and he said that he wants to nail down a position in the team um, and one position, and he wants to win the league. I like this sort of talk from him, Chris. Um, I agree with him. I think he needs to nail down the centre-half and get away from that right-back spot as quickly as he can. Um, and he wants to win the league, and I'm all for him doing that as well. Do you like this sort of talk, Chris, early on? Love this kind of talk. The guys, uh, The guys in been training all summer personally making sure he's ready uh the guy formed an amazing partnership um at the start of last season totally proved me wrong i didn't think he had a future at center back for us in long term uh how wrong i was and i love it i love being proved wrong when it comes to liverpool and, and players uh doing good um you know no no pride uh i think i think he's I think he's fighting for a starting spot because I do firmly believe uh, Matip uh, totally deserves the starting berth for the start of the season. And isn't it great to have uh, three stroke four, if you include Degsy for, the, for, for now? Uh, great, great competition. I don't think we've had um, these four good centre-backs in a very, very long time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, to be in that position is great. And the, the thing about Lovren moving on is the, the bit that's a bit strange for me. Um, you know, Gomez, Lovren, Matip, Van Dijk, that isn't bad. I think, but if you're going to move Lovren on, you need to. I think you might need to go with a big signing rather than. Oh, than that's like, that like, in my opinion. You know, like that, rather than that young guy we signed to. Look, I hope he turns out to be the second best centre back yeah, of the world. Collectively, the the yeah, collectively, I think we have the four best centre backs collectively. Uh, as good as anywhere in, 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 in Europe, I'd say. You know, the quality of those four centre-backs now is as good as anywhere. That, that's what we call depth, strength in depth. What we need is that kind of strength in depth in all departments. And I think the only place that's kind of lacking is is is, is left-back and, uh, you know, what we discussed earlier, one of the front three alternatives. Yeah. But I think we're good to go otherwise. We really are. Okay. Gav, well, I'm Chris, run now. Yeah, you walk away, Grizz, and I'll talk to you later on, OK? Nice one, pal. Thanks for joining Lovely me, Chris. Cheers. Bye-bye. See you Sunday. Bye-bye. Thanks. Uh, Dave's LFC chat is on there saying, Hi, Red. Hey, Dave. How are you? Good to see you. Good to hear from you. Um, what was I going to say to you? Um, yeah, look, we're going to finish up there. Uh, Trent squad number, Brewster squad number, add them up. Um, throw, the, throw the total onto the screen there. We'll have, we have two or three more minutes while I, while I close out this show. Um, thanks again to Chris for joining me. Um, we'll try to get him on a bit more. And as I said, we'll be back on Sunday. With regards to the club is on tonight. Um, that's going to be recorded tonight. Um, 
the lads I know want to have a big, big talk about your Klopp and his contract situation. Um, so that should be good. That will be out later on tonight. It, you'll get it on your podcast apps. You'll also get it on Spotify. Um, it'll be on our Twitter account. Um, it'll also be uploaded onto YouTube. Um, so you can listen there. Um, but look, that's been the Fatback Four Daily for Monday, the eighth of July. I'm still going. I haven't got one wrong yet. Um, I know you're waiting for me to slip up, and to be honest with you, so am I. But um, no, that's been us. Um, thanks for joining us. Don't forget the club is late on later on, and um, we'll be. I'll be back tomorrow, uh, probably around three o'clock again. If that changes, of course, I'll let you know. Thanks for joining us. Thanks a million to our sponsors, Love, Follow, Conquer. The winner of the prize today will be contacted by them with regards to getting their prize. And, and as I said, their stuff is amazing. Um, uh, Hitting Frank asks, was it Trent and Gomez? No, it was Trent and Brewster. Add them up. Add them up. Anyone that knows the the, the uh, total there, just bang around the screen. You have about 30 seconds. Love, Follow, Conquer, as I said, they're going to be the one that's, that's going to... Um, Give us air prize today. They're a great sponsor. Brilliant stuff that they produce. Um, it's it's been a good one today, hasn't it? It's nice having a guest to bounce off and and give it give a different opinion, and then you can come on and abuse them, especially when it's Grizz. Don't tell them I said. Don't tell them I told you that. But uh, no, that's been us. That's been really good. Thanks a million. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Don't forget the club later on. I know I've said that about three times now, but don't forget later on. It'll be there for download, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Thanks a million. Over now. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Sports Social Podcast Network.